And I got the recording going. You ready? Sure. Alright, hey there guys, it's Greg with BDG, and I'm sitting here today with Zensunum, the creator of the GTFO mod for WoW. Uh, would you Hello. care to introduce yourself a bit? Well, sure. Uh, so I've been a mod author since Vanilla WoW came out, so that was around 2000... Not at not immediately on launch, so not during two thousand four, but year after when uh, I started seeing uh, the mod scene take off, and uh, I was actually really impressed by the extensibility that uh, can be brought into an MMO. I think it was one of the first that I've seen uh, that had brought in the community to help design their game in a, in a way. You know, you don't like the way your UI looks, you don't like uh, the layout the game has given you. Well, just make a new one and then mod authors can just put together all sorts of wacky stuff that uh blizzard has uh either extended or restricted over the years <laughs> i i certainly wish more mmos would take that approach instead of the uh standard uh well you can move these ui tables around but that's about it <laughs> honestly i think that is one of the key factors to wow's success and longevity um considering that uh they don't have to worry as much about you know is their ui gonna fit for a particular person or not and uh honestly when uh, star wars the old republic for example came out with their mmo that was supposed to be the wow killer the biggest problem that everyone had in the end game really was there was no way to fix the ui and uh, there was a lot of frustration where you felt like you were fighting the user interface more than you were fighting the mobs on the screen. Yeah. Uh, there were some uh, MMOs that have taken some lessons from WoW in that regard. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV has a fully customizable AI, uh, UI. Uh, RuneScape, about two years back, put in a fully customizable UI. But again, those are tied to what the developers themselves decided you could do customizable-wise and not what you could just implement on your end to make it what you want, which is still something only WoW does. To yeah, I think the, uh, the scripting engine that they're using allows them to do all sorts of uh, very creative things that uh, really help out the community in ways, you know, like tracking where all your inventory is on your alts, for example, WoW doesn't have to uh, program that. Uh, just You just download an add-on that somebody else is maintaining for you, and it's there. Um, all sorts of different visual alerts and uh, accessibility options have been created by the WoW community as well. Uh, that is actually um, one of the biggest things that I hear back from my add-on is that it provides uh, that auto auditory feedback that a lot of people are lacking in this game because the problem with world of warcraft is and during the raids especially there are a lot of encounters where you don't know if you're supposed to be taking damage or if you're not supposed to be taking damage so the there are incidental things that the enemy is doing that will cause everybody to take damage or random people to take damage and so you can't just rely on looking at your health bar going down to say, am I doing something wrong? Am I getting hit by something avoidable? 
And WoW does a very poor job of communicating that. Uh, I know a lot of games, like, for example, I'll take Final Fantasy XIV. It'll do a very nice telegraph on the ground that shows, you know, this is obviously a bad part that uh, you don't want to stand in. Make sure to move off of it. Wildstar also did a really good job doing that, trying to telegraph where the bad things were. Uh, whereas WoW has taken a more artistic approach for it. So sometimes you don't realize, all right, is this green circle, is that poison? Or is that healing uh, a healing circle? Uh, am I supposed to soak this at some point because that's what the boss encounter requires? Or am I supposed to get out of it? Or am I supposed to soak it if I have a certain debuff on? And I'm supposed to get out of it, out of it if I have a certain debuff on. So all these type of things that people have to remember as these boss fights have gotten more and more complicated. Um, I've created this add-on just to simplify that. So if you hear the alarm going off, you're basically doing something you're not supposed to be doing. Uh, it's not a complete solution because uh, Blizzard has done steps to make my mod less effective in some ways where, you know, they'll put a circle on the ground. My mod can't pick it up. Uh, in fact, add, no add-on can pick it up. So you just have to kind of look and see, huh. all right, am I standing in something bad or not? And afterwards, my mod can tell you, yeah, you stood in something bad, but I couldn't tell you ahead of time that you are about to get hit by something so yeah. uh, my mod is very reactive and more of a you know kind of like a shot color type of thing like you did something <laughs> wrong or you're doing something wrong fix it for next time so man we jumped all over the place uh so we're gonna repeat some stuff uh obviously you've been playing wow for a long time uh and to do a custom mod would require some kind of knowledge where'd you get that from um, so I've been a programmer for, I, I guess, uh, commercially for about six years before playing World of Warcraft. So, uh, I've never actually programmed in the scripting language that, uh, World of Warcraft had, but there were a lot of, uh, actually books and such that, uh, people have written in wikis that people have put together voluntarily, uh, that explain, you know, this is how we make an add-on. And here's the, uh, you know, API that WoW has provided that you can hook into to make your add-on work. But usually to begin with, I take an existing add-on that I like or does something similar to what I want it to do, and I just look at the code in there. Uh, Blizzard requires all add-ons to be open, kind of like an open source format where people can just read the code that's in there. So that's uh, it's a nice thing for anyone to who just wants to get started, look at what an existing add-on is and make a modification to it or see how it works, tinker around with it. And uh, eventually you start learning enough that, uh, okay, well, maybe I can make my own version of this add-on or I can make my own that does something that this other add-on doesn't do. And, uh, or maybe even fix a few bugs that you found in this add-on then tell the add-on author, hey, I fixed this bug, change, you know, these line numbers and... That's, that's typically how open source communities work. Um, and I, I see a lot of that in the WoW add-on community of people collaborating and helping each other out. It's good that there's a whole community built around this and that uh, you help each other out so there's not just a bunch of mods out there that just don't do what they're supposed to be doing because something was written wrong. It, it's 
I learned that in college uh, with my programming classes. It's always good to have somebody else double check your work. Yeah, I, I've even gotten a few for my own add-ons when somebody says, "Hey, uh, you know, your your game isn't alerting me of this particular boss fight or this particular encounter." They'll even give me the, and sometimes some really nice people will give me the code. So all I have to do is take their code and put it into my ad. I don't have to do all the research of you know, looking it up. And then uh, the testing part is a little bit more difficult, though, uh, because I'm not a mythic raider. So the hardest encounters in this game I can't really program for. I have to take educated guesses. And I have to do that by reading through combat logs and getting feedback from other raiders who are at a much who are playing at a much higher tier than i am clearly you just to, need uh, get to get up to that tier then like let's be honest here you've been playing wow for how long and you don't do mythic raids i mean i just don't have the time that's the only thing it's a, it's a huge time commitment oh i to, get that uh, uh set up your characters and stuff but... whenever i whenever i play final fantasy 14 i don't even do like the highest tier raids even though my character could do them it's a major time sink to switch all my gear out or go form new gear so I can do them. I stick with the ones yeah, I and, like to do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, more power to you with that. That's what I kind of like about uh, WoW's approach to, you know, here's several different difficulty levels and, you know, depending on what your real life schedule is, you know, here's, here's the various tiers you can progress in so right now mine is at the heroic level so that's about as far as i really care to go at the moment i i, I have done a little bit of mythic stuff i i'm more than capable of doing it but the again the amount of time commitment it requires uh the type of groups that you need to put together in order to do do these regularly and learn with people it's uh, it's rather insane so and i just between real life and just having fun streaming other things that aren't WoW, I don't have the time for it. Yeah. So, I know you mentioned what your mod is meant to do, but for those that don't know, what exactly is uh, the GTFO mod WoW that you've developed? So the mod just makes a loud sound when you're standing in something that you're not supposed to be standing in. And uh, as I was saying before, the game does a very poor job telling you. Uh, it ha it has gotten better over the years, but certainly in the beginning, it does a very poor job telling you that you are standing in bad stuff. Uh, originally, I developed this mod uh, for the Illidan fight during uh, Burning Crusade. So during that fight, I was a off tank, and my job was to actually... Uh, Stand, uh, tank a fire ad that uh, comes halfway in the fight and I need to stand in one type of fire but not stand in a different type of fire So, and the animation of the fire didn't match the actual zone of damage that you can stand in so th this is where I was saying it's very WoW has taken a very uh, artistic approach to showing where the bad things are as opposed to a more exacting one as opposed to just painting a line on the ground now it's a big fuzzy flame of fire but you don't quite know where the uh, where the cutoff line is and if you try to play it safe you end up running out of room and it 
you know causes issues for the fight so you have to play very efficiently and uh you have to be careful what kind of fire it is well i couldn't tell so i just made this add-on so it would tell me it would buzz at me if i was standing in the wrong type of fire and uh, you know honestly that was just good enough for me that's that's all i needed this add-on to do and what turned it into a public mod was uh, we recruited a new healer and when we did that, we couldn't get back to the Illidan fight because the council fight before Illidan, uh, the new healer kept standing in uh, the various ground effects uh, because she was too busy looking at healing bars. She couldn't even look at her own feet at times, and she would end up dying. And the, uh, the raid wanted to kick her out. They, they were going to give her one last chance uh, after you know spending an entire evening wiping on this one boss. And they're like, we're supposed to be working on Illidan. We're not supposed to be working on this boss. And so I decided to pro modify my add-on to not only just warn about the Illidan fight, but now warn about this particular council fight. I put it together, and I just sent it to her privately, said, you know, just put this on your computer. And thank goodness she trusted me on this one. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, she installed it. We did the, the next uh, raid night. She came in there. As soon as she heard the buzzer, she knew to move right away. And uh, yeah, we were able to defeat the defeat that encounter in one shot because she wasn't dying anymore. And then I realized, okay, well, you know, it helped her a lot uh, with this, saved her from getting kicked out of the guild. So why don't I, uh, why don't I just extend this for you know more people? So I did some more research after Wrath of the Lich King came out researching all the different dungeon encounters and stuff to make sure that my add-on worked for all of those. And then that's when I released it out to the public. And uh, since then, I've gotten quite a few accolades from uh, other people, either like people who have met me at BlizzCon or just emails or messages through comments saying that uh, people thanking me that, you know, they've, you know, oh, you saved our marriage. My wife would, oh, you know, would always scream at me because I kept standing in things and, <laughs> it's really hard if you're a melee class because if you're in melee, there's ground effects all sort from all the other different classes. When you have Death Knights throwing their AOE circles and your Paladin throwing their Consecrates, and you know before the spell effects didn't were just so overwhelming, people couldn't even see when the boss did something bad. So yeah, um, yeah, it, it and actually, uh, I had some people who were almost completely blind or completely blind tell me that my add-on has helped them being able to play casually with their friends because it kind of lets them know that you know their friends already have to tell them over discord hey you got to move a little bit to over here you're follow me that sort of thing but uh this gives them just a little bit of extra reaction time to get to know the fight because they can't see any of the visual stuff on the screen i never thought about uh your mod being kind of an accessibility option for people uh i never considered that so that's actually really neat to hear that it's even helped it, people who it, are visually impaired uh perform oh, better yeah. um and it doesn't have to be just uh like you know they, they can't see the screen very well but it just could be they can't their brain just can't comprehend all this visual noise that happens on the screen and they need these sort of auditory alerts to let them know that, uh, you know, that this is happening. And on the other side of things, it's also great for experts who actually don't stand in fire and actually play the game really well. Because when they go back to an older fight, they kind of forgot, you know, 
because it's like, oh, well, it's been six months since I last did this fight. I kind of forgot what all the boss mechanics are. Then when they start hearing the noises, they realize, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm supposed to stand away from this, or I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> uh, now, I've seen you stream working on your mod when new things come out. Uh, but can you go over a bit of how you actually work on updating the mod when new content's released? So this is a multi-step process that makes it really difficult to do. Uh, again, because Blizzard doesn't make it easy on me uh, in terms of identifying what you're supposed to stand in, what you're not supposed to stand in. And on top of that, they throw in all those various conditions, like you're supposed to stand in it when this happens, or when X happens, when Y happens. If you have this debuff or not that debuff, or you're this class, you're supposed to stand in it. And so I have to personally go and go into these various encounters, and I try to do that on, let's say, the uh, public test uh, builds to make sure that uh, they're able, I'm able to go on there and test it before it comes out on live because people don't really expect the add-on to be working on the, you know, on the PTR. But, uh, you know, I try to go in there, try to find out, okay, this is what the fight's going to be like, and then I can at least have it prepared so when the new patch drops or something, I can have several of the, uh, I guess, encounters ready to go. But they're very, uh, they've been very... Um, Often times that uh, it's not the same as when I got to test it. So they oh. Blizzard have made changes. So I have to quickly go in there and fix any bugs. So uh, I'm usually very busy on patch week, trying out all the new content, trying to get as far as I can into these things just so I can test my add-on and push out updates. Uh, so there's always like a fran usually a frantic cycle of updates during the first couple of weeks. Uh, when new content comes out, and then it just tapers off. Like my add-on only needs to be updated. Probably, usually gets updated like once a month, as opposed to every other day when new stuff comes out. So that's uh, and then I have to take data from you know again from people telling me, from people giving me that feedback that hey, I was doing this fight. Can your add-on warn me? It's like sure. Uh, I look at what uh, other competing boss add-ons do uh, alerts on. Because sometimes we, there is a lot of overlap between um, GTFO and DBM and Bigwigs, the the other two most popular boss add-ons out there. And uh, when when I first developed it, uh, they didn't quite have those type of alerts before. But uh, you know, and that's why people are saying, "Well, I ha I already use DBM. I don't really need GTFO." And that can be true, uh, depending on how much you uh, configure DBM, or because a lot of those alerts sound very much alike and they're not distinct so that's one of the things that's one of the benefits i like with gtfo also you can now merge it with to have visual alerts on top of the audio alerts so uh, i've worked with other add-on authors uh to integrate my add-on into theirs so uh weak ors is a very popular one to make your own custom visual alerts on the screen i can have it so every time i am standing in fire a big danger <laughs> sign in red <laughs> pops up blinks on the screen to also let me know hey this is uh i am getting hurt here so i i don't if know I'm if i'm playing with my sound off i'll see it <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i'll go with a big danger i'd probably go with move your ass or something like that but then again that i'm playing too. i'm playing on my own i'm not streaming the content 
Yeah, you'd yeah. get you'd get away with that on Twitch if you put an adult content warning stream though. Yeah. Uh <laughs> But yeah, uh it's it's insane. Now you told me a story before about somebody related to Blizzard actually using your mod in that. Do you remember that story? Yeah, uh that's uh, J. Allen Brack's father. So the president of Blizzard's father uses my add-on. And actually, just from going to uh, BlizzCons and talking to the developers there, I learned that roughly, it's like roughly 50% of the Blizzard employees that play WoW actually use that add-on. So uh, that was uh, really neat to hear. Yeah, I, I bet and... that's actually really exciting to hear, uh, knowing that the people who developed this game that you've spent a lot of time working on a good mod for or actually enjoying it as well and yeah and and i kind of wish that you know if they know that this many people you know use this add-on i i'm actually very surprised they haven't kind of baked it into the uh user interface itself so there there have been several add-ons in the past that Blizzard has just loved so much that they're like, well, we're just going to put this in our own um, in our own user interface, and uh, that that way people didn't need to have an add-on for it. I can understand uh, why with a lot of these boss encounters and stuff because they designed these encounters with add-ons in mind, so they're yeah. they purposely uh, yeah they purposely make the difficulty really hard. Where if you don't have these add-ons, it's going to be very difficult for you to get through uh some of the the mythic level things but um the uh the thing that i was wondering is like why they haven't uh done something where okay this spell is something you're supposed to be avoiding they can flag that on their end so and then expose that flag to add-on so i don't have to do nearly as much research as i uh as i do right now because every sound in there in or every i guess alert in there is basically handcrafted so to speak, because I have to research which ones are, which spells are unavoidable, which spells are avoidable. And uh, my add-on has to distinguish between those two because I can't have it going off on unavoidable things because there's no, there's no reason for me to just uh, to buzz at you if there's something that you can't help. You know, I, I'm supposed to be only be telling you when you're making a mistake, not, uh, not just that you're generically taking damage. Yeah, I mean, I think if I had an add-on, and I was, and it was like buzzing me on a full field AOE that there's nothing I can do about, I'd probably get annoyed with it. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. I'm like, this isn't good. But then again, you mentioned uh, that there were two other add-ons at the same time, and that most players use one of the three. I don't understand why Blizzard hasn't done this or put it into their own game by now or at least made it easier for you to get stuff. Like, I know you can get spell IDs and stuff like that, which is how you set the flags for your mod, because I've seen you doing that. Mm -hmm. But the there are some things uh, you've been hit with on stream that you're like, well, that didn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> so they with those um during those boss mods, I think what they do is they they try to give them access to uh to build alerts and figure out 
how to do the boss fights because they don't they try to give you some direction as to how something how something is going to work they tell you here's the list of spells that are you're going to encounter in this fight but they're not going to tell you how often these spells are going to happen or what break and sometimes they don't even tell you what breakpoints uh, a, a new phase starts and this is one of those i guess puzzles that uh that the boss uh encounter people have to kind of figure out they have to kind of figure out okay which alerts are going to be useful for people uh which timers are going to be accurate and uh they do a lot of tweaking for that i understand why they wouldn't just give that away only because that's i suppose part of the fun of trying to figure out uh yeah trying to figure out the boss fight and and I'm I'm guessing that's probably the only reason why they haven't done that with GTFO as well to, you know, allow that. I, I have noticed that over uh over the last several expansions, for example, they've added more visual effects when you're standing in something you're not supposed to. So for example, if you're standing in fire, they'll make the entire screen border light up and fire and have fire animation all around it. So it's very obvious you're doing something wrong. So or if you're standing in poison, it makes the whole screen start to turn green and bubbly around the edges. And um, again, making it very obvious that something is uh, is amiss. But then again, they also do things where they'll turn the screen all blue to let you know that you're in some sort of spirit phase, but that doesn't mean that's a bad thing. <laughs> again, it's one of those things where you have to learn what what the various telegraphs are going to be yeah. just for this particular fight because they reuse the same ones in other fights. So it it, it can be and, kind of frustrating. And in some fights, it's a good thing. In some fights, it's a bad thing. In other fights, it probably doesn't matter. And yeah. <laughs> Come on, Blizzard. So, uh, get your act together. Let, let's go. Let's, let's make this happen. Let's get an actual proper mod just built directly into your game already. Granted, well, I think then they, they have, have to do the a work. lot of other things. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of other things on their plate. So, uh, so, but in the meantime, I'm happy enough to keep maintaining this thing. Uh, what's actually nice uh, about what my mod does that the uh, boss add-ons don't do is the fail alert. So, something where you got hit by something that you weren't supposed to get hit by it does a distinctive sound for that. And the boss alerts typically don't alert you of that sort of thing. And they're not there to tell you that you screwed up. They're just there to tell you that, okay, the the dragon is about to breathe fire in about 10 seconds. You know, get ready to move. And then the dragon is breathing fire. You're standing in the fire. Move right now. You know, it'll do that. But if it's doing like something like the dragon's about to swipe his tail and knock everybody away, uh, they'll tell you that the tail is coming. But it won't actually tell you. Okay, you got hit by it because they kind of expected that that you saw that you, that saw, you that. saw the initial alert and moved. Yeah. yeah, or that you saw the animation, you know, of the tail swiping through you, or you saw your health go down, or you died, something along those lines. But again, it's one of those things. You hear the sound and you're dead. You know you screwed up because <laughs> you heard that sound. And you're like, all right, I failed somewhere. And I and I, I got to make sure next time I, I don't make that same mistake. Whereas you're just dead. It's like, all right, did I did I screw up? What happened? I wasn't looking at the tail. I wasn't I was looking at the health meters. I was busy healing. So if you missed that, you know, that visual notification, you 
don't quite know what sometimes you don't know what happened maybe you can look at the recap of your log to see okay i got hit by that was it actually avoidable no it turns out the uh yeah, the tank forgot to swap here, so the boss got really angry and just did an AoE attack that killed everybody or something along those lines. So that's that's one of those things that kind of helps you uh, right away when you just end up dead on the floor. Or if you heard the fail alert, you know right away, okay, yeah, I was the one who screwed up. Or if you were hearing the, the buzzing sound that was saying, you know, move out of the stuff, and then eventually I'm dead. And it's like, all right, yeah, I, I didn't move fast enough. I didn't react fast enough. But... Um, but yeah, there's so many things in this game that where you just you're just gonna end up dead on the floor. And you don't know why because the boss does a special ability or something that somebody else was required to do a mechanic like somebody else was supposed to run and drain a tank, uh, you know, a, a canister of powerful, you know, energy that's building up, and if they don't drain it in time, the boss gets overpowered and kills everybody. So things like that. It's like as if you're not responsible for watching those uh, canisters well then you're not going to care or know really about that mechanic so there are a lot of things in in this game that make these boss fights really complicated but at the same time just more information is better and when i can get it to them right away again kind of like that shock collar treatment you know right away you did something because you just remember what did i do in the last two seconds that made me screw up versus you know, okay, now that we're, uh, everybody has run back and, you know, recovered from being dead and resurrected, and it's like, okay, what did I screw up? I don't remember, you know, I don't remember what was going on <laughs> at that time. Just yeah, breaking out the spray bottle, spraying them yeah. out of the bad AoE effects. <laughs> Fortunately, I don't have uh, hardware integration in WoW yet, because that'd be great, just actually. <laughs> there have been some people there I wish I would be like, I, man, I wish I could uh, attach this to yeah, a spray bottle or an electrode or something, you know? <laughs> Give their butt a zap when they uh, when they screw up. I mean, it's it's already a pain in the ass just to try to get them to download the add-on itself, even though it's on all the add-on sites. You know, they're, they're scanned, they're, you know, certified, this is safe for your computer, and some people are just like, ah, oh, I don't play with add-ons, or I don't need them, and then they're usually the first ones dead. There are some people who are actually really good and actually don't have to play with add-ons, but a majority of people that I've found, or at least in the uh, rating level that I'm at, as opposed to <laughs> as opposed to the really higher tiers, uh, uh, a lot of people could use that. All you guys over in WoW just using add-ons to tell you not to stand in stuff, while yeah. while the other MMOs are just like big flashy circle on ground so you know not to stand in thing. Yeah, but at least they're <laughs> consistent about their big flashy circle. I'll give them that. <laughs> yeah, I listen, listen. I know in uh, Final Fantasy fourteen if I mess up as the healer because somebody has died, and it's usually my fault. Like, <laughs> oh, I really need to stop playing no, healer and MMOs. To you're supposed to blame the healer. Yeah. Actually, it's supposed to be if the tank dies, it's the healer's fault. If the DPS dies, it's probably the DPS's fault. <laughs> <laughs> if the DPS dies, it's probably DPS's fault. What were you standing in? Why didn't you move? Uh, granted, I gotta say that WoW is uh, one of those MMOs that has, the, has way more complex mechanics than other ones. Like, 
I mentioned Final Fantasy fourteen, but most of them are don't stand in thing, kill ad if it shows up, and uh, if you're a healer, don't walk in thing and keep tank alive. Like it, they're a lot more simplistic than they're a lot more simplistic in design. Yeah, but and. Uh... World of Warcraft always likes to throw in some bizarre mechanic every now and then, like, okay, one of your people has to draw a symbol on the ground while everyone else is running away, or uh, yeah, these uh, these three people will get uh, laser beams attached to them, and if everyone stands in between these laser beams, they will get uh, they will get killed by it. But at the same time, you have to get your laser beams to cut through three different orbs on the ground and. <laughs> make sure that that works or maybe yeah. harder i forgot that yeah it's like that's just the regular difficulty we'll make it four orbs for three people to cut through so you have to create the perfect triangle in the uh, mid in, in the middle of the make... fight while the boss is trying to yeah. aoe kill you um, yeah so at the same time you also have to avoid all the other crap that's happening what, but what's and, that and we took this... What's that? We took one of your healers away from healing to go cut orbs. Well, that yeah. sucks. Or two, or three, and then, <laughs> like, oh, crap. No heals for anybody until they finish this thing, and uh, that's one of those things where you know, sometimes people can get it done in, like, three seconds, and that's great, but other times, you know, it'll take about 20 seconds to get into position, and it's really bad, and and then there are other times where uh, somebody dies, in which case you're you're kind of screwed. Actually, the the <laughs> thing is just going to emit damage to everybody in the raid, and you better hope your healers are really overgeared for the fight. Otherwise, you're gonna have everyone's just gonna have to die. Oh and no! Over. So what's that? We took all of your tanks away to go cut orbs, or I don't know, go work this lever in the corner. <laughs> and they can't draw now, aggro nice, because though, it gets interrupted if they're hit or something. They they do uh, they do try to intelligently help out a bit. Like, okay, we're not going to do more than two healers, or we're not going to include any tanks in this mechanic. So Blizzard is kind of smart about tuning that sort of thing. But every every now and then they'll throw in some RNG stuff that will just screw your team over a lot. Yeah. Um. um I don't know how I feel about RNG raid mechanics. That's that's definitely yeah. a conversation for a whole other time, because that's yeah. Oh, that that'd be a long talk. They they love them though. <laughs> they love their RNG mechanics. Uh, I've I've heard. I haven't played WoW in quite some time, but I, I've certainly heard they've been lo they've been loving them more recently too, from what uh, a bunch of my friends have been saying. Oh yeah, nothing no! Nothing like being a healer who's ranged, uh, or who's mostly ranged, being chained to a melee DPS <laughs> during a fight and having to move with the melee. So that, that could What? Be no! Blizzard wouldn't <laughs> do that. That sounds like an unbalanced game mechanic. They want yeah, you to be it, able to complete the raids. We, we call it a challenge. That's right. I mean... It, oh, it's, they it's, call it's, it a challenge! <laughs> Yeah, I mean you can you can certainly do it. It's just it's an additional uh additional hardship that the the poor healer has to deal with. The poor healer and didn't need. <laughs> Let's yeah. be honest. An additional healers have it hard enough, guys. Those that are listening, healers have it hard enough in MMOs. Leave them alone. Uh 
Final Fantasy XIV's been starting to do RNG-based uh, mechanics. Um, that and they can be fun a sometimes, bit, as, a bit as long more. as they're fair. I think as long as they're fair, it can be it, it can be fun. Well, but uh, like, hey, this boss is gonna turn three random party members out of your eight party team into skeletons that can't do anything for like forty seconds. Good luck. <laughs> right. Although, and thankfully, again, I guess they balanced it because I've never been in an encounter like that where it's like knocked out both of the healers that are on the team or right. both of the tanks. I've never been in a situation where it would have been impossible to complete it. So and, and that's what I mean by being fair, you know. It had it can't just be pure RNG where okay, it just turned both your tanks and a healer into skeletons. Well, you're you're all screwed. You're you're you screwed. Know? Goodbye. Your DPSs are dead in 5 seconds cuz your healers are not healing that as I used to say yeah. to my friends when we would play and they like step in fire pillars and stuff like that and die and i'm like i can heal a lot of shit but i can't heal that <laughs> yeah or get thrown out of the ring that's that's one final fantasy 14 likes to do to you a lot oh the, the knock back into the pit of doom yeah knock back into like a volcano pit or down out of the sky because you're on a floating rock circle in the air the not yep. It's like you can heal a lot of things as a healer, but you can't heal stupidity, man. You <laughs> yep. don't get thrown off the map. That's like number one for this encounter. And then you will always have two or three people get pushed off the map. Despite all the clear warning signs it's about to happen. Like the volcano one the platform will break away. And those pieces will light up like twenty seconds in advance, knowing that's next. Get off of it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> and then they, yeah, and then they have those enraged mechanics. So if you know too many people die in the beginning, the boss will eventually just get super pissed off and just one shot everybody because, uh, yeah, they're like angry. And also that you took too long. So that way, that's their way of balancing. You know, don't bring you know almost all healers, your tanks, and like two DPS or something, and just. <laughs> just uh, snail your way through the fight, so because I boss I gets mad. The need for, yeah, I understand the need for rage mechanics and stuff like that. Although I was very upset with, um, again, going back to Star Wars: The Old Republic. I think their uh, big issue with that was on their easiest difficulty, their story mode raids. They had some pretty tight rage mechanics in there, but they also didn't have anything like combat logs. Or damage meters yeah. so we would just wipe to bosses and have no idea why the boss just got angry and killed us and we're like what's going on here and it wasn't until several patches later that they decide okay well we'll give you individualized combat logs because i think they had this philosophy where they didn't want others to feel bad you know, they they didn't want the, there to be, like, an, an ep race between who does the biggest DPS, you know, versus the, each other. But the problem is, if you don't have that kind of information, you don't know who's doing so terribly at DPS that you're causing the enrage uh, counters to happen. So once that information became available, we found out that two of our raid members were doing hardly any DPS at all because they had their rotations completely wrong. 
and they were just randomly hitting buttons that were not optimal at all. So while people are doing, you know, the other DPS is pretty much doing like 80% of the work or 80% of uh, what their character's maximum potential could be for their gear level, these guys were doing like less than 10% of what they should have been doing. And it was almost as if we had two dead players, you know, during those fights. And so that's why we would just hit enrage mechanics. And, but if you're going to implement something in your game like that, you have to provide feedback. And if you don't have time to develop providing that sort of feedback, like World of Warcraft does not do damage meters at all in their game. It's all, there's a combat log that has all that information. And, but people have built add-ons to interpret that combat log and create damage meters and create all the various statistics. And people have built entire websites parsing these combat logs to almost like completely recreate. Here's where all the people were standing in the fight and what they were doing and, uh, and how much damage they were doing, how much damage they took, what debuffs they got, what debuffs they cleaned, that sort of thing. And all that information, Blizzard has, doesn't have to even deal with. All they had to do was provide uh, the base you know, the base combat log information, and then the rest of the community just stepped up and put all this great stuff together. Yep. And that's why you have all these things like character analyzers that, you know, that go through your log and tell you, okay, here's where you can do better as a player, you know? I think uh, that's wildanalyzer.com. Um, I think they were the ones who did that, where you can plug into a boss fight and you can see how poorly you or a teammate did and find ways that you can make yourself better and uh, at the encounters and it really helps a lot when you're just losing to something you don't know why and you can pour through these logs and uh, use these tools to determine okay well this dps guy is doing half the damage that our tanks do we got to fix that yeah uh i wish a lot more mmos uh did stuff like that moonscape recently got into adding bigger boss raids over the past couple years, and I don't got a player log telling me what went wrong and where. I better know what went wrong and where. Uh, I think, I think uh, they'll get better over time, though, because they've talked about it and asked the community opinions on combat logs in depth, like something you can access as like a text document. Right. Um, and I and think I... they'll get it at some point, but like. You you mentioned earlier, like, WoW lets you go in with, like, any team comp, and then there are other games that do not. Final Fantasy XIV's like, nope, you need this many healers, this many DPS, this many tank classes. Yep. <laughs> uh, and it won't let you start the raid unless you fulfill that requirement. Yeah. So, WoW, you, yeah, you have that flexibility. If you want to be a raid of all tanks... Yeah, you can do it. Go for it. <laughs> it might not work out very well for you in the end, but it's uh, you. Wow, we'll let you at least try. Um, uh, just yeah, bring a healer it, like, or two. Make your You're own fine. Mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> you're fine. But, bring a healer or two. And then eventually, the community kind of figures out where are the good breakpoints. Okay, these fights are designed for two tanks. They're designed for you know four healers or five healers, depending on how many people other DPS were bringing. And there are all these other different 
you know, breakpoints. For example, is it better to bring, you know, three healers and uh, five DPS or two healers and six DPS? You know, the boss will die faster, but there's going to be less room for mistakes. So things like that. Uh, I, I like how it gives you that kind of flexibility, but I'm sure it makes balancing a challenge. Uh, when it comes to Mythic, they have a pretty set, you know, um, setup. They, they have that already in mind. This is because it's exactly 20 people that's going into this raid. So they know how what the compositions are supposed to be like. Although people have found in creative ways to be flexible on certain encounters with that one. Like they'll find this particular one is healing intensive. So we, if we have three of our DPS actually go heals on this fight, we actually do better. We succeed faster versus, uh, but you can't do that for the entire rest of the raid, you know, because the other fights may not center around, uh, you know, healing a boss. Like, I'll, I'll, there's a boss in the current, or I would, I would say in the last uh, raid uh, before this recent patch that came out, where you have to heal this particular guy up to full and that's what causes you to win the encounter the the faster you can heal him the less you have to deal with other crap going on uh in the fight and uh that's one of those types of fights where all right well yeah we'll bring in more healers and uh we can get through this fight a little bit faster but you still have to have some dps helping out you can't just bring every you know you can't just can't make everybody a healer and see if you can just speed through it there so the, what why not? It sounds like the goal. <laughs> yeah, except uh, towards the end, you have to actually fight them after you've healed them up. So, kind of, oh, boo! Kind of takes that part away a bit. So it's like, and if you boo. don't do that in time, yeah, then everybody dies. So they, 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 uh, they have learned for uh, quite a bit in the years, uh, the what, seventeen years that they've been around, on how to. How to make some good boss me uh, boss mechanics and good dungeon fights. I mean, I think that's where WoW still shines above all the rest is just their raid, uh, their raids. Oh yeah, their raids are definitely and very well built. So much fun. Um, I wish I could get back into WoW just to play them, but but yeah, don't get me started on all the other parts <laughs> of World of Warcraft that are starting to fall behind. No, no, no. But... We we don't got time for that. <laughs> yeah. We don't got time for There's that. There's a whole yet. lot to unpack there. <laughs> we could sit down later, some at some other point, and have an entire conversation about the improvements that WoW could make and that other right. MMOs could make to keep their player bases. That might be an interesting thing for the future. But um, I did really enjoy sitting down and talking with you about your mod. And well, thank you. I learned a lot, despite knowing you for like two and a half, three years. I've learned a lot. I never knew about why you actually came up with the mod to begin with. I just always knew that you were the one behind it. So like, so I yeah, I've also <laughs> I've also created some other add-ons too that uh, that aren't as well known. So um, some of them that helped with multi-boxing back in the day when I used to do that. Um, I had ones that would, like, when I have a character follow me, it would make a sound if, for whatever reason, my character would stop following me because it got stuck on a rock or something. Or I had one where, because I would quest with other people and I got sick of asking them, hey, uh, 
you know, are you done with this quest yet? Have you progressed in this? Are you getting credit? Have you picked up this quest yet? So I have a, a quest helper add-on that helps, I guess, helps give me notifications when um, other people in my party have done stuff uh, during quests. And uh, I made, I think, one of my most famous ones that people always want me to release to the public is the British chick add-on, which is my our automated raid leader. So <laughs> she... She is the one that goes and calls out people's names on Discord when they screw up or when they need to do things, and she basically acts as a raid leader that's going around telling people what to do. And what makes it nice about having a robot calling people out for failing is that you can't really get mad at the robot, you know, for it. You can get mad at a person doing that, like, why are you always calling me out? You know, you're not calling out your friend when he screws up, and it's like, well... I have a robot that calls out everybody when they screw up. So, including you, because I've heard it call you. Including out. myself. Exactly. <laughs> I have yeah. heard that call you out. Yeah. So I didn't know that was a mod it's... you made. <laughs> yeah, that was one. Uh, and when we bring in people from Pugs, they they we have a lot of people that say either, "Wow, that's the most annoying thing that I ever heard," and that's in which case we just tell them, "Well, just mute her on Discord, then you don't have to listen to her." But the other one is, oh my god, our guild needs this so bad. Where do I get this? <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, I can't give it out because of just the way that it's designed. It's so complex and it breaks all the time because every time there's a new raid member, I have to program a new name. WoW has added some stuff for text-to-speech in this last patch, but I don't know how mature it is, so I'll have to do some investigation into that to see if I can actually plug my mod into that. And if that's something that I can... Uh, if their text-to-speech API is actually more robust than what I think it is, I might actually be able to just move a lot of that manual work that I have to do into World of Warcraft's own API and not have to worry about it. Because I know a lot of people have been... And this is something I've actually brought up at BlizzCon when it came to accessibility is uh, asking for text-to-speech because a lot of the quests is, are still all in text that you just have to read. And, we, you know, we have a lot of visually impaired players that uh, could very well use that, uh, that capability in there. And eventually, um, also, for, uh, you know, let players who may not understand English as well, it would be nice to have an add-on that can auto-translate things for you or do that through text-to-speech or something along those lines. And uh, Blizzard has had to balance doing something like that with um, combating bots and bot-like behavior. And that's another reason why add-ons can't directly interface with um, external programs, for example. Mm. So I can't have stuff that's happening in-game feed an external program. I can't even do that with the combat log because the combat log is buffered during combat. So it does, it'll does. it show, it'll write to the hard drive like a few seconds at a time, but not in real time to kind of throw off bots from using it. So that's one of those annoying things that, uh, that's, that I, I understand why Blizzard has restricted it, but at the same time, it kind of sucks for everyone else to... Not be to not be able to uh, build those kind of capabilities, and honestly, the bot authors have gotten smarter anyway. They've yeah. gotten to the point where they can just read the screen. They don't need they don't need the external interfaces anymore. One of my so, one of my favorite things that an MMO ever did was uh, putting bots on live trial 
in RuneScape. Like, <laughs> Salem Witch Trial style. And <laughs> so if, if the system thought you were a bot, the game would teleport you to this area that's set up with, like, a, a podium with, like, a giant pit and, like, an old Salem Witch Trial blocker. And then NPCs dressed up like that Barker would appear in the major cities and announce the trial of your character. And oh people and players could attend the trial and the system would read off what you're accused of. And then players could vote whether or not you were a bot based on what yeah. the system told you. And you had a chance to defend yourself so you could type and speak as well to them. And then the system would punish you based on the vote. And I just thought it was like the most unique funny. way to handle bots in an MMO I've ever seen. Like most of the time the system just bans them behind, but it became yeah. such an issue in RuneScape that they decided to make it a big public spectacle. And oh my gosh, when it first came out, you couldn't even walk to a main system. You couldn't even walk yeah, into I, a main city it. without hearing no. it. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it got rid of a, a lot. I love it when devs come up with very creative ways to deal with cheaters and bots and such. Uh, I, I forgot what game it was uh, where they made it so anybody that they flagged as a cheater would play against or be matched up against other cheaters all the time. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a shooter of some sort. I'm know, sure I, I'm going to remember, remember it after it this is over, too. Um, but things like that, I love hearing about, you know, very creative solutions to these uh, sort of problems. Or um, people having, like, the UI slightly distorted, and then they post yeah. online about it, and the developer goes, oh, well, maybe you shouldn't cheat next time, and that wouldn't happen. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you should uh, buy our game. I know yeah. they did that for Pirates. I, I, I love lot. that. I love that. With Maybe you should buy our game, and... Everything will look fine. Uh, oh. <laughs> this was a really fun uh, chat. I thank you for sitting down with me. Um, oh, thank you for there, having me. Is there anything that you would like to talk about before we leave? Anything you feel like we didn't mention? I think we covered uh, everything. I guess I what I'm supposed to like plug my Twitch channel that nobody watches. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna plug your Twitch channel and your socials and all, right. and all of that. I'll, I'll I'll message you with like for links for like your the mods you mentioned, so I could put yeah. them. I mean, in the I don't really well. take it seriously anymore, so it's fine. But yeah, I'll I'll make sure that uh, I'll send you the links to uh, the add-ons uh, on my curse page. But because I always I always link to people's like Twitches and their Twitters and stuff like that when they sit down with me. Um, because usually it's relevant it's... to the conversation. Like, you do update your mod on stream. So, if somebody yes. wants to catch that out. Yeah, that... that's always fun to do. It's interesting. I'll do that just in the middle of a fight or something. Um, I think uh, a lot of it is, uh, during raids, I'll start working on British, uh, on the British chick mod. Because when we first start a raid, she doesn't really do much other than tell you know say when people died but she doesn't know what kind of call outs to do until i notice okay our guild is struggling with this so i will add that call out for her so it's kind of neat to watch her start to evolve over time 
um, because other, otherwise I can't have her just doing every sort of call out that could possibly be done. Otherwise she won't stop talking and it'll just end up being annoying for everyone. But if I'm seeing, okay, a lot of people are failing at this mechanic. I will add that as a call out. So, uh, and it's fun to just, yeah, be able to do that in real time and showing that on stream and showing, uh, how the thing is evolving. Hey, maybe as, a maybe as Blizzard puts more into WoW, Maybe a uh, British chick can become a, lo a mod that you're known for, too. Yeah, I know. I'd, <laughs> I'd like to be able to do that, but we'll see how the uh, how the text-to-speech uh, API is in, is in World of Warcraft. So, looking forward to testing that out. But otherwise, right. that's all I got. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you have a good one.